0: Greatly appreciate you for tuning in, for downloading, and supporting this podcast. And today, I want to talk about some financial mindset stuff. And really, again, a lot of the themes of some of the things I've talked about is is some of the older beliefs that we hold on to, and some of the old rules of money that just don't work anymore. But unfortunately, we still use those old mindsets in our investing today. And so we know a lot of people will struggle to build a business or struggle to find financial freedom. And a lot of that is because they're still using old mindsets that have just been handed down by generations. And they're often handed down by broken, unhappy people, (laughs) you know, sort of, it's kind of the blind leading the blind. And so one of the biggest old mindsets that used to be around was that diversity was the key to kind of staying safe. Like when you're getting into investing, you just diversify your money because that's the best way to keep a safety net in place. And unfortunately it's wrong, but unfortunately even worse, so many people still do that. And when they talk about investing, they're like, oh, I've got a little bit in this and a little bit in this and a little bit in this and a little bit of this. And really what they're doing is they're just scattering their money everywhere. And to an extent, they're just kind of hoping that one of them takes off. It's like, well, if I put a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here, you know, hopefully something happens. But hope is not an investment strategy, right? If you're just kind of taking this machine gun approach, essentially, where you're just kind of going kind to of push bullets everywhere and then hope that something hits, uh, it's not going to work, right? It's an old rule. And so what we have now in financial markets, and the reason this doesn't work is because things are just too complicated. Things are just too linked. You know, with the speed of transactions today, with the internet and apps on our phones and Wi-Fi, the availability for people to get in and out of trade so quickly, you know, with the algo traders and the speed of those guys, what they're doing on the internet and with artificial intelligence, etc. Everything is far too complex. So really, like if you're looking at diversity as a safety net, as a form of protecting your money, you're actually putting yourself against the eight ball. The best form of safety is education. And, you know, Warren Buffett sort of says it himself, you know, the best way to mitigate risk is to educate yourself and really know what you're doing and focus on one thing. So focus on one area. So, you know, when we talk about the financial markets, there's a thing called financial contagion. And financial contagion was really, really evident during the GFC. And you know, if you're if you're a little bit younger, you might not remember exactly how painful the GFC was. But what we found really that the Jenga piece that brought down the global economy that caused this global financial crisis was kind of a crash in the US housing market. People were borrowing too much. They were over leveraged and people were having, you know, two or three investment properties that they couldn't really afford, but the banks were just lending them a bit too heavily and and giving them a bit too much free money. So they're going out there and buying these things. And then all of a sudden the kind of party ended and this Jenga piece came out and the whole tower collapsed. But when that happened, you know, in Australia, people who were in mines in Australia were losing their jobs because the mining is the mining system, you know, the mining economy in Australia went broke. There was talk about planes in the UK having to be grounded because they couldn't fly planes because the insurance companies had gone broke and the insurance companies wouldn't let these planes fly in the UK and Chinese manufacturing plants were going broke and having to shut down. So the contagious effect of this US housing market crashed manufacturing plants in China, it crashed mines in Australia, it crashed airlines in the UK because everything is just too interlinked. The old mindset of diversity was like, well, you know, you've you've got energy stocks and you've got financial stocks and you've got commodities and you've got bank stocks and you've got tech stocks. So just kind of put, you know, 20% of your money there, 20% of your money, 20% 20 there, 20% there, etc. Right? But the problem is like if you're in oil stocks and the oil stocks go down and you can't just say oh well, that's all right because everything else is protected because you know if there's an oil stock going down that's going to cause people to lose their jobs, okay? So then people in oil towns are going to not be able to pay for their house. So that's going to put pressure on the housing market there because you're going to have housing defaults. Then there's no work for these people and there's no employment and there's no people going to the corner store and there's people kind of getting out. And so then you've got all these issues with commercial um, you know, commercial investments and retail trade. Um, then again, the banks can't lend to people because people don't have jobs and all that kind of stuff and the finance sector starts having a problem. And that is all just because of one commodity price dropping a little bit. So what we need to understand is that, again, you know, disciplines and school skills and mindsets go across everything. And the disciplines and skills and focus that you need to be successful in your side hustle, in your entrepreneurial pursuit, in your business growth are the same disciplines and skills that will help you if you're on a health you know, if you're on a a health kick, like if you're going to go, oh, I'm going to do a health kick this week, I'm going to be keto. And then next week, uh, I'm going to be vegan. And then the week after I'm going to do Atkins diet. And then the week after uh, I'm going to do fasting. And then the week after I'm going to do, you know, like, whatever the next thing is, you can't, right? You find one diet, you find one exercise thing that works for you and you do it consistently and you have focus and you have repetition and you build those skills. I can't say this week I'm going to do yoga and then next week I'm going to do CrossFit and then next week I'm going to run and then next week I'm going to do triathlons and then next week I'm going to do Pilates. Like that's not going to work either, right? So it's going to be the same thing in investing that what we need to do is we just need to find one thing. You know, is it property? Is it stocks? Is it commodities? Is it, you know, currencies? Again, not advice, but go out and then find some books on it, research, work out what's best for you. You know, a couple of hours in the library, a couple of, you know, audibles, a couple of podcasts can save you hundreds of thousands of dollars down the track. So don't have FOMO with your investing you know have urgency to change your life have energy and hustle to really change your life but don't drastically just rush in with fomo because that's speculation that's gambling what you want to do is you want to do a little bit of research and say well look this is what i really want i want cash flow okay if you scroll back through my podcast there's one about the three questions you need to ask before investing you know go through those three questions like where do i exactly want to be and then i'm going to find that vehicle and then I'm going to work on that and I'm just going to focus and I'm going to repeat and I'm going to snowball and I'm going to use the compound effect to really grow my money in that one area. Because guys, if, if you know, if this crypto bubble does happen, if, you know, the, the speculation, the commodities like lumber's kind of just starting to come back to earth after it's exploding, if there's a crash, it's going to affect everything. Like, don't, don't think that, well, if I can sit in this one, I'm protected from a crash. Protect yourself from a crash by educating yourself, by being smart with your money, by not over-leveraging yourself, you know, by putting insurance in place where you can. That's how you build a safety net. But then just stick in that one area and get good at it. And get good at it and repeat it and reinvest your money until it's kind of taken care of itself, until it's automated, until it's just, you know, ticking over and money is coming in consistently. And then at that point, then you can go and do the next thing. Then you can start trying the next thing. And it's the same again with business. You see people and, you know, like Elon Musk has a few different businesses at once. Yeah, but he started one. And he got really good at that. And then he used that money to then invest in the next one, okay? You know, property has been our thing for so long, but we bought one. And then we, you know, learned how to find better properties. We learned how to sort of negotiate better. And we use those skills to buy two. And then we use the money from one and two and our skills to buy three and then four. And then, you know, seven and 10, then 14, etc. And now it's at a point where, okay, those are ticking over so well and they're just automated. Now we can take on the next challenge. Now we can take on the next thing. Now I can focus on the next set of skills. But I can take the disciplines and the focus and the repetition of skill sets and that mindset of success and into the next one and I should be able to grow it faster. I should be able to build wealth, uh, you know, another stream of income and a wealth stream in that new sector even a little bit faster. So what we need to understand, again, just coming back is some of these old rules don't work and they never, they probably never really worked anyway. And they were probably handed down to us by someone who was, you know, a little bit scarred. They had one or two bad shots in the stock market and they kind of held on to that old money belief and they put that in our head. What you want to do is you want to have one thing set up and you let that tree grow. You know, my good man of mine, Lloyd, talks about you wait until that tree is bearing fruit and then you use that fruit to go plant the next thing. Okay. Warren Buffett says it best. It's a little bit crude, but Warren Buffett says it best that you can't make a baby in one month by getting nine women pregnant. You know, sometimes you just got to focus on the one thing and let it happen. And then you get this great thing and then you can worry about the next thing after that. But stay in one area, work out the best vehicle for you, and then stay in that area. You know, get really good at it. Understand that market. Understand what it is about currency and how you make money of it. Understand commodities and how you make money in there. Understand property and how you make money in there. Understand financial sectors and bank stocks and how you make money in there. And just stay in there until you're doing really well. And then at that point, you can bring in the second, third, fourth, fifth, et cetera. But if you try and diversify, if you try and spread yourself too thin, it just doesn't work. You can't just spread it all out. It's not going to work and it's not safer. That's really the key. It's actually less safe. So guys, that's it for today. And I did just want to shout out, actually, just before I do go, I do need to shout out to Trace Katie. Um, So Trace Katie left me a five-star review the other day, a very, very lovely five-star review. Uh, I'll just grab it up here. So thank you andrew for all the how tos do's don'ts and extra belief you've added to my mindset since listening to your podcast five out of five up there with all the other network marketing legends so thank you very much trace for leaving that five star review mate if you send me a message i will shoot you out a little gift to say thank you for being subscriber of the week and leaving that review. And of course, to everyone else, if you do get value out of this, if you're learning things and it's helping with your skill set, I do love to hear that. I do love to know what you're learning and, and how it's really helping because that helps me create more content and really deliver more training that can help you. And you could be subscriber of the week as well. And I'll send you out a little gift to show my appreciation for your support. Um, guys, apart from that, That's it for today's episode, just a nice little short and sharp one for you, but hopefully just helping with that financial mindset. And as I said, that financial mindset will roll over into success in all things in your life. Find one thing that you resonate with and just get really good with that. That's health, that's wealth, that's finance, that's relationships, that's diet. All those things, those skills go across you know, across all the boards, that discipline is a muscle that you train and it will help you in all other areas of your life. Until then, guys, I will see you on our next episode and we'll catch you then. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan.